Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 90210 show brought to you by your friendly faces here at Massive Life Key. It is December 5th? Sure. December something. <laughs> 1995. It is December 7th. Yes, you're right. December 7th, <laughs> 1995. A day which will live in infamy. Uh, sure. For our show. Uh, but we're here talking about the 90210 show. No, who's going to live in infamy is Dylan. Dylan McKay. Oh my gosh, Dylan. <laughs> what a dog. What an idiot. Sometimes honesty is not the best policy with people that you love. <laughs> Where did he get that from his dad? Must one in, have. One in jail. Right. The guy that, that ran that Ponzi scheme or whatever. Sounds like it. Speaking of Ponzi schemes, they talk, they mentioned the uh, Billionaire Boys Club <laughs> this episode. What is that? Like, I, I did not get the reference. Quite an 80s reference there. The Billionaire's Boy, Boys Club was a group of, like, investors that were, or investment bankers or whatever. They're, they were young dudes that worked on Wall Street. And they essentially set up a Ponzi scheme for their investors, and then one of them maybe killed one of the one of the other investors. It was a big like news story and investigation and stuff like that. I'm surprised they haven't made a movie about it yet, but I assume that eventually they will. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, what happened this week? <laughs> what did we start out with? Um... We started out with. Uh, the investigation? I don't know. I think so. I think so. They're at school and, yeah, Brenda's walking through the halls of the school with that halter top that she's Yeah, she, she had a, a really uh, low-cut sweetheart neckline <laughs> tank strap. That's what they you call know. it? Yeah. Yeah. Because the old women say, oh, sweetheart. <laughs> no, because it looks like a heart. Oh, Because right. it comes down in the middle and it, you know, rounds out at the top. Sure. Yeah. Anyways, she looked good. She looked like not her, though. Yeah, she looked like Shannon Doherty. <laughs> she didn't look like Brenda Walsh. She looked like Shannon Doherty. Right. So, yeah, she's walking through the halls talking about how she has a date with Rick that day. Who do you think, Rick? <laughs> My prediction about how, how long this guy was going to last came true. Too. Yeah. Yeah, he does not make it. Not through the end of this episode, unfortunately. Yeah. Like I said, he says... Uh, Hey, keep my number because, you know, I'm going out for this pilot for Lois and Clark. (laughs) I don't know. Might Might be back. Might not uh, not get picked up, so. Andrea is struggling around in this wheelchair. Oh, yes. So. They mention again, silver muscle car, nondescript. They keep, she keeps, she keeps describing this car. So I know this car is coming back. When, though? It seems like they're dragging. I mean, for, for this show, it's dragging it out a little bit. They drag everything out. You think? They drag a lot of these plot lines out, sure. Okay. The principal was talking with the police. Miss Tinsley? Teasley. Teasley. Yeah. Andrea, for some reason, gets to be part of everything because she's like 40, so they treat her like (laughs) a member of the faculty. So, yeah. Here's our geriatric student. (laughs) She's she's in in a wheelchair. So she gets the the scoop that um, they're looking to press like felony charges. 
Mm-hmm. But they don't actually have a suspect. They're not sure. But they mention the legacy key. Eventually they do. Yeah, yeah. not they, not immediately. They don't right away. Yeah. But she she says that she's pushing harder than the police are. The police are like, oh, the trail's go, going cold. Right. And she's like, oh, you pussies. <laughs> Figure it out. I We can do this. And, yeah, she... she Comes up with the legacy key thing. The weird thing is, is she says to Steve, Steve's very interested in this investigation. Of course. And she says to Steve that all the grades have been restored, but only one of his grades was changed. Well, you know, we don't know for sure that that's how it went down. Like, maybe the whole thing crashed because it was like frozen. Maybe all the grades got destroyed or something. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I mean, you're right. His is the only one that got changed, but I don't know if they could see that. Because I feel like if they could see that, they'd already be at least talking to him. They do say, too, they were like, it looks like an amateur hacker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's kind of mean to his freshman buddy about that. They're just into Herbert's face about this. Right. She, she mentions the legacy key. Does she tell the police or is she just talking to Brandon? I don't remember. She's talking to Steve. Steve. And she says that they're investigating. I think the police know about it, but I think the police are kind of like, ah, whatever, you know, right. nothing got changed. So they're kind of ready to give up on it, but she's not. She's a reporter I, and she wants the hot scoop. Andrea's like a dog with a piece of meat. Yes. She's she just is. going at it. She, she wants to figure out about the legacy key. In the meantime, the janitor gets talked to mm-hmm. and they figured out too, that it's an inside job. There is no forced entry. So they know somebody had a key to do it. Exactly. And he's asking Steve for money to not tell them who has the key. Yeah, he, he keeps... Blackmailing him. Blackmailing him. There you go. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, I mean, he says that he thinks... He's like, the police would be real interested in me telling them who was in here looking for keys. Like, he's going to act like he had nothing else to do with it, too. Right. He's such a dick. $100 is not going to cut it anymore, Walsh. No, Why don't not you stick Walsh. To, or what's his name? Sanders. Sanders. Why don't you... Why don't you stick to your strengths? Your strengths, your wallet. Yeah, he's being a real dick. Oh, yeah. And this is an adult extorting a child. Well, he's not really a child. I mean, he's Why? a senior in high school. Okay. He's almost an adult. I guess. He's still in high school. He's a high school yeah. kid. It's not right. No. But he, how much does he want in the end? Because he said it wasn't enough, and I don't remember what happened. They, they fade to black. Use your imagination. So we don't know. So we don't know like how much he ends up having to pay him. No, probably a thousand dollars. That's gross. I feel like he could get in worse trouble, like for taking that money from Steve. For sure. Oh and well. Lose his job and his pension. But he's like, who are they going to believe? I've got fifteen years seniority. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I, I've been I've been sweeping up your vomit for sixteen years, <laughs> Sanders. Right. I've been spreading sawdust. They see me. So, yeah, Steve is definitely, uh, you know, freaked out for good reason. Mm-hmm. Brenda goes on her date with Rick, who insists on going. Yeah, that's the end of that plot, by the way, that subplot. Yeah. That's where we get to in this episode. Yeah, that's all That's all we know. But, yeah, Brenda goes on her date with, with Richard. Rick. Dick. And he wants to go to the freaking Peach Pit, and he's saying that it's their place. Yeah. You know what she I love is most not about having... this place? It's ours. <laughs> right. She is not having any of that, though. It's not like you have three seasons of established uh, shots here at the beach, but <laughs> do you? And, uh, yeah, she's like, no, my brother works here. All my friends hang out here. This can't be our place. Nat uh, was, you know, present when I lost my virginity. Ew. 
Ew. I almost got murdered here one time. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. So that's not going great. And and he's made super good friends with her dad. Which is not a good sign. No. I said as soon as he was talking to his dad so chummily, oh, you're the, you're that's, uh, what's his name? Walsh? Yeah. What's his first name? You're that Mr. Walsh. Carol and... Jim? Jim, yeah. yeah. You're that Jim Walsh, James Walsh. He's read some, like, paper he wrote or whatever. The one that uh, had his article published in Business Insiders <laughs> or something like that. And he's going for a business, like, a accounting degree or whatever. Like, they're going into the same field. She's like, I thought you were a writer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah, I thought you were French. We all lie. <laughs> This is 90210, we all lie in this show. So, yeah, she she is getting cold for him. Yeah. But he does take her to a super nice restaurant. Mm. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, <laughs> Dylan wants Kelly to go on a date with him. Yeah. And she wants to tell Brenda. She wants Brenda's permission. And he's like, that's when he says his stupid line about, you know, sometimes the truth is not the best thing for the right. people you love. Exactly. And he sneakily convinces her to go out with him. I'm sorry. I've, I'm I'm not a fan anymore. Like, I, I, I used to like him. Not anymore. This is Ka from uh, The Jungle Book. Right. Trust in me. <laughs> he starts singing. So he, Hold it, Ka. Right, he takes her to the planetarium, mm-hmm. which is a nice romantic date. I suppose. You don't think that would be romantic under the stars? Uh, kind and, of, yeah. You know. Under the fake stars. It's better than sitting in a movie theater. It's similar. Billions and billions of stars. Yeah. And, you know, the, this is, you know, highlighting the history that they have, that they remember being there on their sixth grade trip and... Seventh grade. Whatever. And, um, like, apparently they were both watching each other. Like, they knew who the other one was sitting with. So they've mm-hmm. had a crush on each other for a very long time. Oh, yeah. And He said know. he was wondering if the dude was going to make a move <laughs> in front of the whole class. And then she said something about the girl that he was with. Like, apparently something happened there. <laughs> She's quite handsy, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so they make out in the planetarium. Mm-hmm. And then he takes her up to the roof. And they're, like, looking out over the city, and he's talking about how when he's upset, which he is, he's upset about the SATs. Um, oh, yeah, the SATs is still going on. Yeah. Like, he's very angry because they have decided that, that he's a cheater, and they're not going to count his score, and he his only option is to retake it. You're a bit out of order, but okay. He still had, at this point, he still had the appeal in. Oh, okay, fine. It wasn't until later that uh, they decided, no, you're a cheater. We don't, we're, we're going to reject your appeal. So, but he's angry. Yeah. And he's talking about how it's calming and makes him feel smaller and, like, the SATs don't matter as much. Which, you know, all, all great, you know, whatever, charming. They're at the Griffith <laughs> Observatory. Stuff, Yeah. And him and Kelly start making out, and she's like, you know, we need to slow down. Dylan's like, I've known you my entire life. Yeah. We can't take it any slower. I'm not going any slower, bitch. (laughs) And she's like, we can go slower. I'm starving. So at this point, I figured that, you know, they're going to end up at the frickin' Peach Pit with Mm -hmm. uh, Brenda and Rick, but... They had already left. Yeah. And uh, they go to this really nice restaurant, and they have a lovely meal. And she is talked into going back to his house, even though she said she wasn't going to. 
Who, Kelly? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you lightning switched from uh, from Rick and uh, Brenda to Kelly and Dillon. Oh, sorry. Well, they're making out practically on the way out the door. Like, I'm surprised he doesn't just push her up against a wall. Yeah. And uh, they run smack dab into Brenda and Rick, who have decided to go there, apparently, instead of the beach bed. Right, for dessert, I guess. Whatever. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. They already were at a restaurant. They were at a restaurant, and then they Something happened in between. And then they're going to end up at her house. Brenda got finger blasted in the cars. Ew. (laughs) So gross. I hate that saying. But she's very upset. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Like, understandably. Brenda's like, pretty upset, yes. yes. She looks like she's going to cry. Like, she, she looks like she's going to hit somebody. And Dylan and Kelly are trying to, like, leave. And mm-hmm. Rick's like, no, wait, let's talk about this. Like, what <laughs> the fuck are you other. doing? You guys have known each other for a long time. I'm going to insert myself into the middle of this history. Such an idiot. You guys shouldn't be mad about this. I mean, you know, everyone will get over it. And Brenda's like... uh Kelly, how does it feel to be a whore? Yeah, basically. She says, if you're trying to get past your bimbo reputation, this isn't going to help. Ouch. Ugh. Yeah. So. How does Kelly have a bimbo reputation still? I don't understand this. At the at the beginning of the show, sure, maybe. But she's dated. Who has she dated since the shows began? She tried to date, I think, two or three different guys in the three seasons Right. Most of the time, she's been single. But this is high school, and everybody knows she had sex. Yeah. Kelly, so. Kelly slept with this dude once in, in 10th grade, so she's a bimbo for the rest of her life. Right. Yeah, that's how high school works. Yeah, I guess They're that's true. They're bloodthirsty vultures. <laughs> Rick? Sacrifice like, to the god of high school. <laughs> right. If I were Brenda, mm-hmm. I think I would have, like, left Rick at the fucking restaurant. I think he was being obnoxious. Yeah, I understand what he was trying to do, but... Especially trying to keep her ex-boyfriend in her life. Like, how is that going to help your cause? He should have said, look, I'll just fly around the earth a bunch of times <laughs> until time reverses. Right. And then we'll avoid going to this restaurant. There you go. He then ends up back at her parents' house talking to her dad, and she's just sitting there looking bored. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about stupid. tax shelters. Stupid, stupid. Jim's like, tax shelters aren't as attractive as they used to be, uh, son. Yeah, it's not good. And then as soon as they're gone, he tries to make out with her. She's not wanting to make out with you. <laughs> she is as dry as a desert right now, dude. Oh, God. I don't know what he was thinking. Call but... her Brenda Sahara Walsh. <laughs> she cuts it off. So now she's alone. Not Lorena Bobbitt style. No, no, no. <laughs> She says that's that's it now. And then Dylan and Kelly end up back at his place, but they don't sleep together. She gets upset. She's pissed. She's like, oh, you know, I listened to you, Ka. Mm-hmm. And, now, <laughs> and now Brenda hates me. And he's like, yeah, whatever. Who cares about her? And she, Basically. And she says, why? Uh, she says, sometimes I think that the only reason I'm that uh, I'm here is because she's not. Yeah, that was weird and stupid and dumb to say. He wanted to break up with her before, before right. they actually broke up because he wanted to date Kelly. Yeah, like he was willing to break up with Brenda while she was in freaking Paris or went as soon as she got back. And Kelly's like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, whatever. The next day, Kelly and Brenda get into it in the hall. 
and they are, I mean, out for blood. Mm-hmm. Like, Brenda says to Kelly that uh, at least she doesn't have to feel like second choice. And Kelly's like, neither do I. Yeah, she's like, what does that mean? And then Dylan comes storming down the hall. And they're like, where are you going? And he's like, anywhere but here. Which was the smart move because he was very upset because he mm-hmm. just found out that uh, what I said earlier. Right. That's when this happens. <laughs> yeah, the SAT thing that he's absolutely lost. So he just freaking takes off, goes home, gets on a motorcycle, mm-hmm. peace out. Goes over to, to Brandon and is like, hey, you were the only one to stick by me this entire time. I just wanted to say I'm getting the fuck out of Dodge. And the name of this episode was Rebel with a Cause. Yeah. I don't know what his cause what, is. Yeah, what's his fucking cause? Getting his dick wet? The SATs. <laughs> I, hate, I, I hate him right now. He is, he's, this is the worst he's looked. Yeah. I'm glad he's leaving. Stay gone. Stay gone, Dylan. How long do you think he'll be gone? I don't even think he'll be absent an episode. You don't think so? You think he'll be back next, no, next week? No, they'll show him. One of the subplots will be him on the road. Mm, probably. Having sex with road hookers or something. Oh, God. I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past him. I wonder if he's going to relapse. He's going to go from SATs to STDs. <laughs> Maybe. Well, he said that he he needs to leave because he doesn't want to relapse. That's true. That's what he said. Yeah, and like all he's got right now is Brenda, who is you know broken up with him, and uh, Kelly, who he's trying to get with, who's mad at him, mm-hmm. and that's it. Brandon for the four hundred and seventieth episode in a row has nothing to do apparently. Right. They haven't done anything with him in a while. I feel like we had a Brandon heavy episode a couple weeks ago with like the dancing and his girlfriend and stuff. Was that really Brandon heavy though? <laughs> I don't know. He got to make out with Audrey from oh, from uh, Beverly or from uh, National Lampoon's Vacation, who's not in this episode at all. Oh yeah. Uh oh. I don't know what's going She's on. Getting there. phased out. Uh, but the other subplot, my favorite subplot of this episode. Okay. Is Jim's got a new secretary. Oh my gosh, how could I forget about this? Oh, I thought we were done. Oh no. <laughs> Jim's got a new secretary who keeps calling. She's a temp. Dottie. Dottie, yeah. And she keeps she keeps calling him. Oh, this guy we're playing phone tag with him and he just called back or whatever. And she's but she, Jim keeps talking about, oh man, she's great. She's a great secretary. Best secretary I've ever had. Best one I've ever had. Uh, maybe I had a stewardess that was better, but <laughs> best secretary I've ever had. She's got the, she's worked overtime. She's been work, putting a lot of overtime hours in and she has this report that's done or something and he needs to sign it. And he was like, oh, I might have to, he's in his robe. And he says, I might have to go back into the office for a minute to sign some papers. And his wife's like, it's nine thirty, Right. And she's like, can't she just drive him over here? If she's working so hard for you, which seems rude. Yeah, I think so, too. But he's like, he says to her, hey, you know, would it be t- too much trouble to stop by on the way home with them? Which and hopefully of, they're on the way home. Of course she says yes. Right. Well, she's a secretary. You really think she lives in Beverly Hills? <laughs> right. Or lives in Alameda or something like that. No. She lives in Oxnard. <laughs> with the onion fields. Right. And so then she uh, she stops by. And I called this. I said she'll be gorgeous, and let's, she is fucking gorgeous. Let's see how let's see how attractive they go. They go pretty attractive. <laughs> so you know, of course, Cindy is not happy. She looks like Carol, kind of. Ah, 
but C- Cindy, that's her name. I call the actress's name is Carol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Carol Potter. Yeah, and James Echolhouse or something. He gets to still be Jim. She starts interrogating Jim, and she's like, you know, I'm worried about the. What did she say? Like everything she's willing to do for you, basically. <laughs> yeah, well, he's like, because he says. She says to him, well, he says something like, hey, it's been nice to, like, to have such a great secretary and everything. And she says, I just am happy to be working for someone that I respect, someone whose work is good, and someone who appreciates everything I have to offer. There you go. And, and Cindy's <laughs> like, I, I'm concerned about what she has to offer. Yeah, and it's like, he, like Jim bl- blushes a couple different times yeah. when they're having this conversation. <laughs> Like, it, I'm sure he's thought about it before. He looks very guilty. <laughs> Brandon says something like, oh, Dad uh, must have left out all your uh, your best attributes or something like that. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, that's our son. One day he'll come out of his shell, which is really <laughs> funny. And it's like, that's a genuinely funny line yeah. in this episode. And he, you know, she leaves. She's like, hey, you know, nice to meet you guys. And, he, and Brandon goes, the pleasure was all mine. <laughs> and then they close the door. And there, Cindy says to him, hey, how come you changed before she came Oh, over? yeah. And I was thinking, like, he was in a robe. Right? Well, would you really want him to be like, here, let me, uh, let me uh, meet her in my Hugh Hefner robe. <laughs> He's like, we've got a professional relationship. I thought it would be, you know, more appropriate that I have clothes on and not a robe. Right. Which and, makes sense. And she's like, yeah, and you want to put on that aftershave. And then I think this is an ad lib. I think, uh, I think Jason Priestley just did this. But you see Brandon lean over and smell it his neck. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so then she, she sits down and he's like, look, all I'm thinking about when I'm at work is work. And then besides you and the kids, the Vikings are the only thing I think about. <laughs> and she's, she seems, you know, to be sated yeah. by that. So then he's at work the next day, and she comes in wearing this low-cut black, like, dress. With a zipper on the side. Yeah. And she says, um, hey, the agency's going to call and they're going to ask I think they're going to ask if you want to hire me on permanently and I don't want to pressure you or anything but I had a really good time here and everything and he starts saying how well yeah like I, I've been thinking about it for a long time and then she zips up her <laughs> her dress thing and shows all kinds of leg she, and crawls on the desk she's like I was hoping you would say that because now we can uh, whatever and I would make you very happy mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's all in his mind. But she is still standing right in front of her. Which just, I, I don't know, they do that in movies and TV all the time. As a guy, I've never been having a active conversation with a woman and then just imagined a scenario right. while we're in the middle of a conversation. It seems so ridiculous. Yeah, how does he have time for that? But, uh, yeah, I don't know. But uh, she says... Uh, you know, no rush or whatever. He's like, no, uh, I'll, I'll sleep with you. And he's like, I mean, I'll, yeah. I'll sleep on it. That's exactly what he fucking said too. the dog. And he's like, I'll sleep on it. And uh, yeah. So and I said, if he doesn't hire her, which I don't think he's going to. That's that's uh, not harassment. That's discrimination. Yeah. It's not fair if she's really the best secretary he's ever had for him to not hire her. 
just because he wants to sleep with her. But if he knows his limitations as a man and he can't trust himself and he values his marriage, then maybe he's still making the right call. It may not be right. It may not be legal, but it might Mm. still be the right call for him. I guess. But, I mean, remember his secretary before? She's like some old woman. No, I didn't remember. Yeah, when they the episode where he was going to go back to Minnesota, I think we see her. Okay. And she was just like some matron. Right. And now she's he's got, uh, I don't know, I don't even know who. To, Sex on a stick. Right. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen there. Maybe, maybe Dottie sticks around. I love that they named her Dottie, too. <laughs> yeah. She looks very 80s, but still hot. Like, she's got the giant hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm very interested. I, I hope they go back to it and tell us what he does. I hope they don't just drop it here. Oh, I don't think they will. I think I think this will come back. We'll see. They've got this actress for a couple episodes, I think. I hope so. They, they seem to, like... See, this is why you always ask me, like, oh, do you think they'll come back? How, how often do you think they'll come back? They always seem to do this here's a little behind the scenes but they always seem to sign these actors to like three three episode deals or something like you know it's a three episode guest spot this is the contract we're signing you for. right so they pay them whatever their their salary is i guess they pay i don't know if they pay scale i don't know if they pay more i don't know what they pay right i'm not a two one oh but they whatever it is it's three times for three different episodes as an actor that's got to be great to get a guest spot that's a, a few episodes long as long as, you know, you're not one of Brandon's girlfriends, because <laughs> right. then sure you just uh, end up in the desert, and uh, that's a that's a one-day thing. Those those actors, I don't think any of those actresses do anything else ever. Right. That's what I think. They just end up in the, there's some pit in the Death Valley. It's the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Mojave. There you go. And it contains the bodies of all the women that Brandon has slept with. Except for uh, Christine Elise. Except for, you know, the punk rock girl. Yeah. Well, and now this new one, but he's not sleeping with her, so. That's, that's what's true. keeping her alive. <laughs> She's barely hanging on a string, a right? Hollywood string. <laughs> well, that is the episode for the week. Uh, Carol, this is your part. This is my part, and I love saying this, too. Yeah. So. Please check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com and write us at latefee1994 at aol.com. Tell your friends, give us the stars, and uh, yeah. Tell one friend about the show. If you're on the phone with a friend, be like, hey, stop talking about pogs for a minute. Listen to this show that I listened (laughs) to. Whenever you say that, it makes me think about like some freaking like telethon. Like, for one dollar, you can save. Our show by telling one friend. That's right. Save our show. (laughs) SOS. We're not going to be able to do this unless we make a million dollars anymore. I mean, the tapes are not free. No. Yeah. You know how much money I've spent on tapes? (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.